Star Wars 7x7 episode 1491 today. Episodes 11 and 12, one of which also is a pretty momentous episode of Forces of Destiny Season 2. This would be art history and porgs with an exclamation point. Porgs! Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Cam Prevlar, illustrator of the Star Wars Incredible Cross-Sections books. You're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, episodes 11 and 12 from season 2 of Forces of Destiny. They are art history and porgs! With an exclamation point. <laughs> and one of those two is actually a rather important episode. I bet you can guess which one. <laughs> it would be the art history episode. I know you thought it was the porgs episode, but it is not. It's art history, which features Sabine and her younger brother Tristan on Mandalore, and they are in the midst of a mission, but stumble upon a giant statue which is being defaced in a particular way. So this is a statue of Tar Vizla, and this is important for a number of reasons. We'll get to that in a minute. But the gist is that the Imperials have erected an outpost around the structure of this giant statue that Sabine's dad used to take her to see when she was a kid and Tristan was just a baby so he barely remembers it and Sabine is like there's no way that the Imperials can be left with this statue they have to be taken out and so she and Tristan managed to destroy the outpost that has been built around the statue without destroying the statue itself anyway here is why this is a rather important thing Tar Vizla is the first Mandalorian who was ever inducted into the Jedi Order. And the statue depicts him with the Darksaber, which is the lightsaber that the Mandalorians crafted. And eventually, the Mandalorians actually, it was being kept by the Jedi Order after Tar was, you know, long gone. And the Mandalorians stole it, and it became essentially the equivalent of Excalibur and whoever was wielding it on Mandalore was, you know, somebody who was wielding great power and ultimately was somebody who was seen as being a rightful leader on Mandalore. And so everybody else was a pretender to whoever had the Darksaber. And I guess I should specify that it's technically legend in the sense that it was a thousand years previous, and Kanan Jarrus was the one who was talking about it on an episode of Rebels. So, yeah, as far as how accurate the story is, who knows? And that's one of those things where, you know, I wonder how far back Benioff and Weiss are going to be going in the timeline to do their Star Wars movie series. I mean, Pablo Hidalgo has made intimations that the audience for anything about the old republic like going way back in time is pretty small comparatively speaking but who knows maybe something like that maybe something like the time period where you know before the um golden age of the republic happened you know for a thousand you know however it was that um the jedi were you know the keepers of order according to obi-wan and there was a time before that where it wasn't so nice and so 
wouldn't it be interesting for Benioff and Weiss to be examining that time and ending their series as the Sith are finally defeated and whatnot. But that's just, you know, hypothetical stuff. Anyway, it's just kind of cool to see this relic of history in this episode, in the art history episode. So the Porgs episode... <laughs> is more reason why Chewbacca has had it with the Porgs and he is perfectly fine with cooking and eating them. They are repairing the Falcon and the Porgs have ripped out some wiring and, and feathered their nest with it. Chewie tries to offer a little blanket thing instead, but the Porgs are like, no, get that out of here. And they kick it out of the nest and they end up you know, pointing, the Porgs are very intelligent apparently, at some tree that's way up high on the island of Octo. And there's some blue moss like waving around on this tree and the Porgs try to fly up to get it, but the winds are too strong and they can't. So R2 convinces Chewie to go up and get some of that moss to let the Porgs put that in their nest, which he does. And the Porgs in turn say, oh, okay, well, that was nice of you. So we'll give you back your cabling. And then they each one, you know, father and mother get up on Chewie's shoulders and they start rubbing against Chewie's face, nuzzling against Chewie's face, which is very sweet. And I can't help thinking that that's the moment at which Chewie starts to smell them really well and decide that they're going to make a good dinner. But he probably isn't taking the father and mother away from the babies. He's probably going to go find some other porgs that would be a little bit more sensible to eat. But be that as it may, that's just my own headcanon on that sort of thing. Anyway, so that is art history and porgs in a nutshell for you. All right, I'm going to do a bit of Last Jedi trivia after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7x7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you, too. Again, that's P-A-T com slash SW7X7. I thank you, and Star Wars 7x7 thanks you too. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you who was an unwilling participant in Poe Dameron's mutiny, and that was C-3PO. Today's question for you, what battle is Admiral Holdo known for, at least according to Poe Dameron? And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a blockade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not astromech cannon fodder, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below 
low ground. Choose from ready-to-spray concentrator granular. Save big money on triazicide insect killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big